Hey everyone, welcome back to Life is Love School. Today's topic is the nine mindsets that hurt you in a dating game and what do you need to do instead. This topic is really interesting to me because as you know, Life is Love School's goal is to end childhood abuse. And I realized that we could solve the problem at the upstream if we can help people find a great partner, a healthy partner who would not only treat them well, but also be a great parent if you later choose to have children. So I really care about this topic and everything is coming from my head. I only once in a while glance at a cheat sheet for the talking points. But if I say there's nine points and I add a number 10, which I've been known to do from time to time, that's the reason why. So the first mindset that is poisonous is to believe that this person holds a key to your happiness and that somehow you can't do it on your own. And I really believe that you hold the key to your happiness and that's why I actually have a little sign there that says key to happiness because every one of us actually holds the key to our own happiness. There is something called a happiness baseline, which means that no matter what happens to you, whether it's a happy thing or a sad thing, you win the lottery, you get into the school you wanted, or a sad thing like a breakup, or you know you, you break your leg, etc., you will temporarily feel better or worse, but soon after it will re reset back to the baseline. So if you were a happy person before, you're still gonna be a happy person no matter what happened to you. And the same is if you're an unhappy person. So the mistake that people make is believing that we can somehow get into a relationship with somebody or marry somebody and magically that changes our happiness baseline. It doesn't work like that. You may temporarily feel good when you're in the courting phase, right? When everything is on the up and up, but soon after in a couple years, you're gonna go back to that baseline to whatever happiness level you are. So it's really important to not hinge your happiness on another person because if you do it, it also triggers you to behave in a way that's anxious. Because if you believe that happiness is in that person's hands, you're gonna be clingy, you're gonna lack confidence, you're not gonna show up as your authentic self. So I think fundamentally, this is probably one of the most important mindset to master is to understand that you are responsible for your happiness and that you cannot find it in another person. So people that are unhappy, they get married and they still become unhappy and it might affect a relationship as well. So always choose to work on yourself. So mindset number two that you don't want to have is to overinvest early on emotionally. This is a situation where, you know, you might start browsing their dating profile, looking at their pictures and start imagining what it would be like to become their boyfriend or girlfriend or get married, have kids, what it would be like to go on vacation together. And you haven't even met this person. So this mindset is really dangerous because then if they reject you, they ghost you, or they don't ask you on a second date, then you feel really devastated. Now, if you want to meet somebody who is one in a thousand, on average, just by pure numbers, you'll have to meet about 500 people and have 499 of those meets not work out, right? To find that one in a thousand. So if you're putting so much of your emotions in a person that you haven't even met or barely met, then you're not gonna be able to continue to date and continue to sift through people to find the ideal match. So only invest to match. If they take a step forward, you also take a step forward. If you overgive and you're not seeing your giving reciprocated and you continue to give, guess what? Your giving is actually not being appreciated by them, but it signals that you don't value yourself enough and that is not attractive. So point number three, is not believing them when they tell you something about themselves. And this is especially 
true if they're telling you something about themselves that you don't want to hear. For example, maybe you want to have kids and they tell you that they've never wanted to be a mommy ever since they were, they were children. Or maybe you want to be in a serious relationship and they tell you that they just got out of one or they don't believe in marriage, etc. And in the back of your mind, you're thinking, wow, I really like this person. Maybe if I kind of stick it out, they will change their mind. This is a huge risk. And it's, first of all, it's unfair to the other person because they clearly told you what they are and what they're not looking for. And you're choosing not to believe them. And if they one day never changes and generally they don't. Because when they tell you something like this and they knowing that it's not what you want, it actually hurts their game, right? Let's say that, you know, this guy is attracted to you physically and would like to um, have a physical relationship, but they're telling you that they're not looking for something serious. They're actually going out of their way to warn you and it's hurting their game. So if they're going that far to tell you, it really behooves you to take them seriously and take them at their word. So the number four dating mindset that you don't want to have that's really going to hurt your game is if you're trying hard to sell yourself. So whether it's dating or you're going for a job interview, a bad mindset to have is like, I desperately need this. I desperately need this person. I desperately need this job because then you're going to show up clingy. You're going to show up without confidence and you're trying too hard to sell yourself. Instead, when you go into a date, you're there to seek to discover who this other person is. You're also trying to help them understand who you are. And then you're going to see, is there space for this to go any further, right? It's not personal. It's really just a mutual discovery. It's a social opportunity, etc. So go in with a light heart and going in more as a buyer to say, hey, you know, is this kind of person have the ability to you know, build a good relationship with, right? You are evaluating them as much as they are evaluating you. And you don't want to be in a mindset where you have to sell yourself to get this person because you really don't know who they are. So go in with a fair and equitable mindset, which is, hey, I'm also here to get to know you, right? I'm going to guard my heart until I see you invest and I will also take a step to match you. So number five, bad mindset is pretending to be somebody who you're not. I think a lot of people read dating books like Oh the Rule, where it says that if a guy asks you out the day before on a day of, like say no because you want him to think that you're busy. Well, that's all fine if you're actually busy, if you actually have a full life. But if you're staying at home watching Netflix and they call you and say, Hey, do you want to go for a walk in the park? And you say, No, you know, I'm actually out socializing with friends, those are all lies. And guess what? People have a very sharp intuition in sensing inauthenticity. So for the most part, they're going to see through you and people that are high caliber are not going to want to deal with this. But even if you are a Oscar level actor, actress, and you manage to fool them, guess what? You will have to continue the charade for the rest of the relationship for it to continue to work. And that's pretty painful because you're always going to feel uneasy. You're never in your own skin and you're always afraid of being found out. And I'm not sure if that's the contract you want to sign for the rest of your life, right? So be authentic because you're special. You were born your own special way. Of course, if you have some bad habits, like if you're an alcoholic or if you're chronically late, you know, change that, right? That's within your power. Work on yourself, change. It doesn't mean that we're perfect. But at the same time, if you're an introvert, don't pretend to be otherwise. Or, you know, if you don't like this music, don't lie and say that you like it because you think the other person would like you more if you like their music. You want to be you and you want to 
present yourself as who you are so they get a realistic chance to get to know you as well. So poisonous mindset number six is, hey, this person is gonna be different for me, right? So here I'm talking about a situation where you know this person has a track record of say alcoholism or they've cheated on every single partner in the past, but you really like this guy or this girl. So you're telling yourself, hey, you know, I'm special. They're gonna really love me and they're always gonna be honest with me or they love me so much. If I tell them to not drink, they're not gonna drink. It's not going to happen. So to believe that we're more unique and we have special powers, is a mistake that unfortunately some people would make and they almost always pay for it because people don't change unless they want to change for themselves which is poisonous mindset number seven is believing that you can change somebody so i hear too many people who end up in an abusive relationship what they told me is that early on in the relationship they already saw the red flags they saw the emotional flare-ups they saw the gaslighting they saw the emotional abuse and yet they tell themselves, you know what, if this person loves me enough, they're going to change. And this is what I would call the one day bet, which is one day they're going to become this magical unicorn that I've always wanted. Even though everything about them today is different from what I wanted, I can sculpt them, I can mold them like a Play-Doh. Well, first of all, it's not fair to the other person. Just like you want to be loved for who you are, they also want to be accepted and loved for who they are. Maybe they're truly horrible people, but you know, let them be, right? It's not your business to shape them, change them if they don't want to shape or change. And if who they are today is not acceptable to you, let's say that they're a drug addict or they're violent or they're emotionally abusive, whatever it is that you cannot accept, see it for what it is and let them go so that you have this time and a space to find better. Don't hold on to them and trying to change them because again, you will pay for that dearly. So point number eight is the sunk cost fallacy. This is a logical thinking error that too many people fall into, which is they realize that they probably invested in the wrong person. They marry someone and they turn out, wow, you know, this person is a serial cheater. But what they also tell themselves is, man, you know, I've already invested 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years in this relationship. It's too late to change. That is just not true. And that's a, a bad thinking error because the past is gone, right? Whatever happened in the past is gone for everybody, no matter how many years has gone by. What you're looking at is, do you want to spend the next 10, 20, 30 years, the remaining parts of your life, continuing this relationship? Or do you want to give yourself another chance for something potentially better? So I hope that you, you know, this makes it clear that you should choose a ladder and not continue to put good money after bad. Now, point number nine is the final one. Uh, and this is the one where, again, it's completely in your control. If you're seeing that the same bad things happen to you over and over again, let's say that every girlfriend of yours cheated on you or you know, every boyfriend of yours is some kind of narcissist, then, you know, it's not victim blaming, but it's time to look at yourself to say, hey, you know, why do I keep attracting these type of people? And more importantly, why do I keep them, right? Because another person might, you know, set some boundaries and very quickly reject this person because they recognize the red flags and they say no early. And therefore, this toxic person goes on and finds somebody else. But somehow you didn't hold the boundaries. You didn't see the red flags. And then you find this kind of person attractive. So all of these things are actually in your control. 
The magical thing about relationships is when you change yourself, your relationships all change. A person with strong boundaries is not going to allow a narcissist to stick around. And a narcissist does not want to stick around a person who has a strong boundary too, because they can't take advantage of you. So I think that's a beautiful thing. And then um, I have this plant here. It's called a ZZ plant. I got really interested in plants lately. And plants, actually caring for them, taught me something that's really important, which is every plant has different light, water, soil, fertilizing, moisture, temperature requirements. And they're just born that way, right? Some plants like a lot of water. This guy likes sun, for example. And they're not going to do well. They can probably survive, but they're going to look funky. They're going to look yellowish or they're going to look brown. They're going to look dry. Um, they're not going to grow new shoots if they're not given the proper care. So think about yourself and what you need and really honor that, right? Don't bend over backwards just because you, you know, truly believe that this other person holds the key to your happiness because they don't. You hold the key to your happiness. And if you need somebody who is empathetic, somebody who's honest, who's high integrity, who's industrious, who's, you know, um, self-reflective, all these good things, then make sure that you look for that and don't compromise because we always get what we ask for and be okay with being single for a while or even for the rest of your life. Like do not ever compromise and put yourself in a situation where it's toxic because so many people wish that they're single because they ended up in an abusive environment and they feel like they're stuck and can't get out. So I hope you find today's session helpful. And as always, I love for you to join us in Tribe. Um, this is where I lead a women-only group and we have direct conversations via Zoom where people actually ask their questions or they post questions in our private Facebook group and I answer their very specific scenarios. So it really gives you a leg up in your relationship or dating game and really help you build and find a healthy relationship. So check out the show notes and until next time, have a great rest of the week.